Welcome back to Relentless. Today is going to be a fun and exciting episode talking about some of my favorite things, fitness, motherhood, health, and all coming to a specific topic of pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So if you're joining us for the first time today, thank you so much for coming on board. If you're back, please take the time to subscribe to the podcast, send it to someone that you think it would be helpful to. But my guests today, Jamie and Megan, are the founders of Stronger 360. Yes. yes. So before we get into pregnancy and all that information, because <laughs> the there's a lot of information there, how did Stronger 360 get started? Well, um, well, the actual program got started after Megan and I were um, personal. I was personal training Megan, mm-hmm. and newly pregnant. She was newly pregnant, and I had a lot of mom clients, and I kept battling with them through a lot of challenges of not um, feeling like themselves mm-hmm. and um, the struggle it was to become fit post baby, mm-hmm. and so. After doing a ton of research and becoming very intrigued by, like, I I knew there was something missing. Yes. Like, I needed to find the the missing link mm-hmm. in all this. Mm-hmm. I couldn't just train them as normal, regular athletes anymore. Right. And I wanted to find out how exactly I should be mm-hmm. um, training them. So then I did a lot of research. I found a program. I studied. And I became certified as a pregnancy and postpartum athleticism specialist. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, I'm training Megan, who is newly pregnant, and so I just start. She was like my guinea pig. Yeah. Where I, started, <laughs> I loved it. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> I just started incorporating all the things that I've been learning and training her. And then basically, I said, "Why is this not a thing? Yeah. Right. Why is this right. not a program? Because what yeah. we're doing, what she was doing with me, there was just there's not there's no information. I mean, you can Google to your heart's content, and you can ask your other mom friends, but mm-hmm. when it comes to your personal body and trusting someone, like because that was the thing is we actually kind of we, we did a couple personal training sessions together before I was pregnant mm-hmm. and then I called you I'm like um so I'm pregnant addition to the, addition to the um, health history yeah, yeah. like I had re- originally reached out to Jamie just for personal training just to get right. healthier and to get fit and then after like I think three sessions I'm mm-hmm. like so I'm was- pregnant and it's to put your trust into somebody yeah. I'm like so is this something you can do or is this something I need to find somebody mm-hmm. and then she had told me mm-hmm. about her background and after training you know we talk a lot during our training sessions about our passions and our dreams and Mm -hmm. I I basically was like why are you not doing this Mm -hmm. um and that's really what What I was I kind of pushed her I was like you tell me what you want like what do you what do you what do you need like let's make this happen isn't it awesome how people come into our lives that push us that's why I'm here right now because someone's like you've got to get the information you have available to you out to more people Mm -hmm. so that's an awesome yeah kind of side note of surrounding yourself with positive people that push you forward to do more. Right. And who so, just support you. Yeah. You know, I, I've had this idea for so long, but I sit on my ideas until I think that I can actually do it. Mm-hmm. And so then by just like whispering out loud to her, yeah. and she kind of was like, I had the same idea. Well, and yeah. part so, of that is being humble enough to be able to be taught mm-hmm. and to be able to be led, recognizing I don't have this as an expertise. I have this message I want to get out. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big deal. Yeah, that a lot of people part don't of have. It, is it literally took nine months for us to create this baby because mm-hmm. we had the idea when I first was literally pregnant. and figuratively, yeah. <laughs> literally <laughs> and figuratively. Because then, as soon as we launched the program, I 
uh, Luke decided to come three weeks early. So I was like, hey, wow. girl, like all that, everything I was going to help you with. Like, on hold. On hold right now. But she still launched the program with, you know, we had the business model already set in motion. Mm-hmm. We had all the social, everything was already set in motion. But Jamie, like, ran with it, and it was just spectacular. That's awesome. So once you had the bone structure, which we'll talk about, Barbara, mm-hmm. here in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> once you had the bone structure, you just implemented. Right. And that's kind of what I've found with what I with this. I podcasting I don't you know where did that come from but once I talk about my passion I'm good to go right so That's you got the you got the machine the started and you just now you're rolling right so I think some people when they hear about you know fitness and pregnancy and or just fitness in general like people think you know well of course everybody needs to work out yeah I get it well there's a whole another dynamic that comes into play when you are expecting and after you have a baby Absolutely. And that's what you have determined is let's focus on this dynamic because Mm -hmm. it's important. So why is it important to be specific Mm -hmm. in your treatment and in your training pre, mid, and post baby? So what with working with women for a long time now, you have effects of pregnancy and delivery for many, many, many years to come. Mm-hmm. Not even talking about postpartum issues like that. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. in a minute. But what I want people to understand is what you do on the front side, on the beginning, mm-hmm. will determine what it's like through the process, the recovery after, how bad some of the symptoms may be exacerbated. That is what we're here to talk about. So mm-hmm. fitness, yeah, everyone should do it. We're talking specifically about the ladies that are going to have a baby, pregnant, or have had one recently. So Starts with right. the mindset. Mindset is king. Mm-hmm. And you will have less of the negative mm-hmm. if you have the right things in your tool belt. So that's what right. we want to provide for people today. Mm-hmm. So what's, you know, what's one thing people talk about? Okay, so what's the big deal? So your body produces relaxin mm-hmm. when you are pregnant to help this guy right here, this Gal. So this, is, this is Barbara. Usually it's Bob. <laughs> Usually it's Bob when I'm doing other demonstrations or talks. But today she has a bow and it's Barbara. <laughs> so I think people will get a better idea if I can point to some areas yeah. when I'm talking about it. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know a body part or a bone name, it doesn't mean anything to you. Mm-hmm. Even when you're pregnant, you don't really know, don't know about it until yeah. it's happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't know our bodies. But your pelvis has to move for the baby to grow and has to be pliable for the baby to come out. Relaxin is a hormone that actually softens the ligaments for that to happen. So right from the beginning, our ligaments are getting softened. That doesn't sound good, does it? (laughs) But it is good because it's necessary. Right. So what then, let's let's think about our bodies. If anyone listening right now, think about the, the shape your body's in right now. How does it feel right now? Not pregnant. Not even thinking about being pregnant. Do you have constant low back pain? Do you have SI joint pain? So your SI joint is here in the back. Do you have pain there? Have you had other pelvic issues? Um, you know, other issues that are going on in the body are only going to be exacerbated with a delivery. So once we've had a delivery... We need to be specific about that recovery because you were. We were just talking before we went on. Tell well, just tell the story that you had someone. You were working with someone and they got cleared. Mm-hmm. So talk about that little scenario. Well, and we talk about this a lot at Stronger, especially in like day one of how 
you know, you have your baby, you're so excited, you go to your six or eight week appointment, um, and the doctor checks you and this, and he says, okay, you're clear, you're good to go. And you walk out of there and you're like, okay, what does that even mean? What does that mean? And (laughs) so for some people it's, I don't feel right. I, I don't know how to get back Mm -hmm. into health and wellness and fitness. And for other people, they can't wait. Mm -hmm. So they go back into doing exactly what they were doing prior Mm -hmm. to being Mm -hmm. pregnant Mm -hmm. with a brand new body. Yeah. And so they're trying to go right to the boot camps, right to to the high intensities, right to running without rebuilding. Right. And relearning how to breathe, rebuilding their new frame, Mm -hmm. getting the core strengthened up. Um, And actually, a lot of it's alignment and Mm -hmm. getting them back into alignment. Mm -hmm. So... Um, yeah, just focusing on the rebuild instead mm-hmm. of the fitness right away is huge. Yeah, which is why we put the 360 on the end of the program because mm-hmm. it is truly, it's the fitness, it's athleticism, but it's, it's the mindset, it's the understanding of what your body went through. Mm-hmm. Right. Because um, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of the questions we get is, okay, well, how much, how many calories am I going to burn? And, <laughs> you know, when am I going to sweat? And it does feel good to get that first sweat postpartum, yeah. but mm-hmm. You know, there's so much rebuilding from the inside out and what your body, I think we failed to realize because, I mean, all three of us being mothers, almost as soon as the baby's out, we forget what we just went through. Right. Like, you just forget. (laughs) Like, you're like, I have this new child. Like, my life has changed. But you just forget what you physically just did. And you -hmm. you go straight into the day-to-day activities. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. part of that is working out. So Mm -hmm. having someone like Jamie and other um, postpartum athleticism specialists, like, it's so important to understand your bodies. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. really what we're doing with the women is we're getting them to understand these new bodies. They're different. They work different. I'm the I'm always asking Jamie like when can we start loading and she's like not yet mm-hmm. you know you just get excited but yeah, it's yeah. it's for a purpose and that is so key and one thing I try to get everyone that I come into contact with to understand there are very well-meaning people in the fitness industry and the opposite side of that is unfortunately fitness has gotten into the MLM side mm-hmm. of things so you have people that are not certified they are not knowledgeable of what to even look for. Mm-hmm. They, they'll, again, they're very well intended. They're trying to help, but they will have you do a squat or a lunge or whatever, and they don't have the eyes to see how you're moving. That's mm-hmm. not right. Right. And that is one of the main points of this is who is watching you mm-hmm. to skirt some of the problems you could have down the road. And someone might think, you know, well, my sister had a baby and she came out and started running again and this lady did that. And well, our muscles should be able to compensate for this new movement and this Mm -hmm. new Mm -hmm. space that's created. But again, I go back to, well, what if you were weak to begin with? Mm -hmm. Right. So what if you already have a bunch of eggs in the basket and medication has a huge Mm -hmm. impact on the body. So I'm talking about not even bad things, like things Mm -hmm. taken for asthma, for arthritis, for even contraceptives. Mm -hmm. They all have their dynamic of a negative impact on the bone structure. Mm -hmm. So you have to think of yourself as a snowflake, I always say. (laughs) What is the dynamic of my body's condition right now? Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things I want to point out is you're not just a personal trainer. Mm You are seeing people with this new body and figuring them out Mm -hmm. and figuring out how to help their body. Everyone's different. Everyone recovers different. And and it's not to say that people can have a baby and come back and 
everything's healing very sure, well and they sure. come back together and every, yeah. they're moving well and they're good to go. So I'm not saying that everybody's yeah. going to have this like traumatic like, right. difference experience. in experience yeah. in their body, but it does happen so often where they do have these compensation patterns built up or they do have the, the weak um, joints and, mm-hmm, bone, mm-hmm. you know, and they can still go out and go for a run, but are they running properly? Right. Yeah. So like, what muscles are you actually using? Right. Because I guarantee you they're not the right ones. Yes. And you're going to be injured in like and two And that's weeks. why we bring the specialists in for all the classes. At the end of each yeah. of the classes, we bring in a pelvic floor therapist. We mm-hmm. bring in a nutritionist. We bring in a body movement specialist. Mm-hmm. You know, we bring in people outside of ourselves because mm-hmm. we know what we're good at. Right. But, you know, when we, we know had everything. when we had Carrie come in to talk about um, the pelvic floor therapy, she literally has to get inside side of you to feel where your body is moving she's like Mm -hmm. I can't we were all asking thousands and thousands Mm -hmm. of questions to her and she's like honestly I'd have to see you and feel inside of your pelvic floor Mm -hmm. to actually Mm -hmm. figure out Mm -hmm. how to answer that question properly which is a topic I'm sorry which is a topic that's just kind of not talked about not at considered all considered taboo not at all. Yeah. people don't even know there's a pelvic floor physical yeah. therapist yep. and what sh- the knowledge that she brings to stronger 360 mm-hmm. it's like number one it clears the air of people being like oh okay so oh, yeah once I'm one hand here. went up yeah exactly. they all yeah. went up like yeah. everywhere so let's it's just cover it a little bit mm-hmm. yeah to let people know okay pelvic floor what what does that mean a yeah. floor in your body what <laughs> yeah. okay so pelvis and this is the way I like to explain it because people are visual. So yeah. if you can imagine the Simon Says game that we used to have when I had it when I was little. Yeah. It had four colors oh, and you yeah, had Simon. the mi- yeah. Simon Says. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. That Simon Says game, imagine that sitting down at the bottom of your pelvis. So there's four quadrants. If you um, have a bladder issue after pregnancy, clear sign you have a pelvic floor problem. Mm-hmm. You could be constipated, not because there's something wrong with your gut, but because you have a pelvic floor mm-hmm. problem. So just as I explain to people in talking about body work, if you have a shoulder injury, you have weak posterior muscles, the anterior or inferior muscles will take over and start working mm-hmm. and compensating. The same thing will happen in your pelvic floor. This guy has moved to create space. Maybe you already had a leg issue. Maybe you had a, low, a lumbar spine issue or something already going on. So things start to lock up on one side or the other, the front or the back, and then you have a pelvic floor issue. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens is people go to their primary care doctor. They are not trained in the pelvic floor. Mm -mm. You tell them you have a symptom. I'm leaking fluid. My bladder is not holding. Mm -hmm. They have no idea what to do. They prescribe you a medication, which will do zilch Mm -hmm. to help a pelvic floor problem. So you have muscles in your pelvic floor. (laughs) <laughs> that hold your pee and hold your poo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if there's something going on, if you have a symptom like that that's not right, you need to explore a provider that knows how to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. So when in someone that you've worked with before, I'm sure you have heard that story. Yeah. One of those. We see it. Yeah. Every, all, everyone. It's why they're there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the jump rope class was still mm-hmm. the best that's one. That's probably a really good test. Like, it, it, yeah, so go jump rope for me. All, so they so, did. I had yeah. them all jump rope. And then a lot of them were like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, three of us stopped. And, like, for me, it wasn't a bladder issue. Mm-hmm. But it was all of a sudden I didn't feel strength Your down there. Your body felt guarded. And yeah. I was, we were doing side lunges. And we were boxing. And we were running. And I never felt it. But for whatever reason, the movement of the jump rope I just stopped because I was like I feel like all my cookies are going to fall out like it was like not to be TMI but it was just kind of like yeah. uh okay like this is and Jamie's like okay so let's modify this right. for you and yes. other women just 
stopped. Yeah, but that's just key. It, just, it shows it's a muscle, mm-hmm. and you have to rehab it just the same way you would rehab a shoulder injury. Absolutely. Or, um, and so, yeah, that that experiment's always the one that so makes them. So g- give the listeners an example of, mm-hmm. okay, let's say someone had that problem. Mm-hmm. What then is the regression? Because that's what's left out is a lot of your strength trainers, a lot of your PTs just you got to work through it. You got to add more weight. You got to do more. Okay, so what does that look like for you in training your clients in that situation? So first, I'd probably have more of a conversation about if, is it only while you're doing some sort of higher intensity thing? Is mm-hmm. it um, incontinence as in like urgency or like what type of incontinence it is? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would honestly refer probably right away to Carrie, who is our public floor mm-hmm. physical therapist um, supporter. But so I would eliminate the jump rope as of now Mm -hmm. with a lot of times with pelvic floor issues, a lot of it has to do with breathing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And so with the diaphragm and your TA and your diaphragms under here Mm -hmm. and your (laughs) transverse abdominals that lay like right kind of in front and then your pelvic floor, this you have to look at it as um, like a piston. So when you breathe, you want those three, they're, they're your teammates. You want the three teammates to constantly be moving together like a piston. So what happens during pregnancy? Does Barbara bend backwards? No, she doesn't um, bend. She's immobile. <laughs> she needs some work. Lots of flexibility. Um, so turned, during pregnancy, yeah, she does turn. That's good. Your stomach is expanding forward. So a, a baby is growing here, which is expanding the rib cage, opening up, um, and then it's also kind of dividing up that pelvic floor and mm-hmm. the diaphragm, mm-hmm. and so. Without it being connected, your pelvic floor sometimes loses any sort of support or teamwork with Mm -hmm. the diaphragm and your TA. So um, if it's left untreated, it's still not on. Right. It's not doing its job. Mm -hmm. So I would automatically do get into the piston breathing strategy, Mm -hmm. the foundational, which is the you inhale, you want to try to drop and release everything, relax, everything kind of drops down. And then on the exhale, we say to recoil. So it's kind of like an up and an in through the pelvic floor Mm -hmm. as you exhale um, and just literally practice that over and over again. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of glute activation stuff. (laughs) My favorite topic. I do too, I love it. Um, So a lot of- Glutes. The buns. Bam. (laughs) (laughs) So that's also huge um, and helps in stability and alignment. Yes. a lot of times they're just turned off. If you sit at a desk for a mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. and you are going to have a baby, you have a weak pelvis. 100%. Point blank. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to get pregnant and you sit at a desk for a living, you need to be training pre-baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. As the baby, whatever. It's a process. Yes. And getting ready yes. for. Yes, Absolutely. And it's, Sorry, no, you're fine. You. But it's, it's something it's that glute activation. It's, I know. It's so I know. <laughs> everyone has weak glutes. Well, and then you also think everyone thinks glutes, and they're like, okay, I'm just going to go do 100 squats. Right. And you're like, no, totally dysfunctional. Not, right. Totally. So dysfunctional. we get down on the ground. A lot of like when we use the piston breath with the glute shoulder bridge glute mm-hmm, raises mm-hmm. and um, all four kind of donkey kick things, um, and just a lot of honestly the the breathing is huge and mm-hmm. people don't know and don't want to take the time to do it but for people who are committed like the women who come to stronger like you know what i'm going to do everything yes and they're so accepting of this the slower learning process mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it makes me so happy yeah <laughs> cuz I, I trust me i want to get to that high right. that's what i do every day is right. the high intensity fitness sure. and i want to get them there but this is the safest yes. way. we have the levels so you have your level mm-hmm. 1 you start at and that is that slow intensity it's the learn 
and then you, you the learning phase, and mm-hmm. then you get to that level two, and then mm-hmm. the the pro then the goal from that is to continue, like you said, to build them up into that. Because mm-hmm. um, I think the biggest statistic that always blew my mind that you had told me is you are always postpartum Mm -hmm. like once you have a baby you're always postpartum and I've talked to a lot of my friends who have 23 year olds and they have 30 Mm -hmm. 30 year olds Mm -hmm. and they're like you know is this for me and I said honestly Mm -hmm. like we have people that come and you know we and we do we have women that bring their babies and they're two weeks they're eight weeks they're you know four months but there also are women that are three years postpartum. There's some that are older than that mm-hmm. because if you never recover it or rehab it, it's always going to forever be an issue. So let's explain why. So mm-hmm. what happens, again, we go back to how are you functioning? How are you moving? So let's use an example of that person that sits at a desk for eight to ten hours a day. Mm-hmm. They have weak glutes. Um, let's say they've been on some certain medications. They have some internal stuff going on that also causes weak and lax joints. Mm-hmm. Then they have a baby and... Maybe it goes fine, or maybe there's other complications that are involved as well. So then they have that. Then you come you come out of that situation, and you are still going to get from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. That's what your body's designed to do. Yeah. Your brain is designed mm-hmm. to compensate in whatever way necessary with as little pain as possible. Mm-hmm. So if that means if you have a left side issue with your pelvis... You're going to shift to your right because it doesn't feel good to put all your weight on that left side. So now you've started a pattern of movement that is compensatory Mm -hmm. that eventually will cause severe pain. Mm -hmm. So you could have had a child, think you're fine, I'm moving, I'm going from point A to point B, but how are you doing that? So that's why, and we'll get into C-sections in a few seconds, Mm -hmm. but... You could come to me as a 50-year-old and Mm 60-year-old, and the things you're experiencing now are because you never rehabbed correctly. And that's why this is so important. So you go back to, again, the more eggs you put in the basket of differentials Mm -hmm. that you have in your body and in your circumstance, if you had that C-section, if you had that traumatic birth, you even more so Mm -hmm. need to be focused on the rehab Mm -hmm. of that side. We can't, you really can't hone on that harder Mm -hmm. about the rehab because Mm -hmm. we, again, we do hear that so many times where they have their first baby, everything's fine. They go back to their, you know, their cardio classes, their CrossFit, their gyms, and then they have their second child and they can't lose that weight. So they come to us and we're like, well, did you even properly rehab from the first one? Mm -hmm. And they're still doing these other CrossFit and it's, it's, it's this constant discussion about the importance of rehabbing mm-hmm. because you don't know because as long as it our bodies give us signals when we're hurting yes. and the pelvic floor doesn't often give us a signal that we're hurting it's not a physical pain mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. but you know if you're just going about your business mm-hmm. you, you don't feel mm-hmm. the need to do that so and it's also something that has just been uh, considered like accepted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right oh like, I'm well. I'm a mom. <laughs> yeah, I had two no, babies. So no, that's no, why no, 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 no. You know, they yeah. almost make it yes. like a joke. Yes, like, oh, I can't I know. get on that trampoline because I'm going to pee my pants. And it's like, no, I know. that's you should be able to function the way that every normal human functions postpartum, and that's not okay to accept right. it. And if your trainer <laughs> tells you that if you haven't peed your pants yet in your workout, mm-hmm. you're not working hard enough. <laughs> Please call me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Because we need to yeah. have a discussion. <laughs> you back up. Yeah. None of those symptoms are normal. That is not normal. Mm-hmm. Is it normal to happen? Yes. It's not normal for it to stay. Things will happen mm-hmm. in the body and you're going to have symptoms. Mm-hmm. And a symptom is simply your body telling you something's up. Right. Something right. needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. 
So let's talk about some, maybe some situations you have seen before where someone or maybe you or you've experienced yourself where they have been through a certain type of care and didn't get what they needed. Can you tell us a little example of, I know there's like a thousand. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've had a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, this is, it's kind of the fuel for this program mm-hmm. because there were a lot of the moms who came to me super frustrated because yeah. a personal trainer can be expensive, mm-hmm. um, time consuming, whatever. They might find these fitness classes that has childcare right. that are more convenient. Yes. yes so yes, they yes. when they go do those yep. things first, which I, I get. Right. Um, so they're on their like last mm-hmm. straw. Yeah. You know, they're like, yeah. I come to you. They're frustrated. I haven't seen any results. I still have this pooch in my stomach. I can't seem to lose. I'm, you know, they're upset with themselves. Mm-hmm. Showing they're, us the Apple Watches. Here's all the calories I'm supposed to be burning, mm-hmm. but they don't see it. But I just right. look at them and I just see sad. Right. I see sadness. And I see yeah. frustration. I feel like def- I see f- defeat. And it fuels, it fueled me to start yes. this program because yes. I knew what they needed. Yeah. Um, so I've seen a lot of people who have done that, like just gone to their own, their gyms and um, that they are not properly trained mm-hmm. and working properly, which mm-hmm. is why they're not seeing the results. Right. Um, and that's probably, I would say, like almost half of the clients that we get mm-hmm. are out of like that frustration stage. At the end of their rope. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I get a lot of my clients. Yeah. I've said before, people come to me sometimes and they're like, there's nothing that can be done. Just make me feel good at least. You, bar- you mm-hmm. rarely get the proactive ones. They're like, I'm yeah. trying to get ahead on yeah. this. Yeah. There were a couple, and that just makes me so happy. Yeah. I'm like, look at you. Yeah. yeah. But someone good was probably you. invested in them to have mm-hmm. them get that mindset, or yeah. they're coming into it with that mindset. We have some the girls in the, yeah. upcom- in the upcoming class that are proactively coming to us pregnant, yeah. and they were just so excited. They're like, we saw your journey. We want it. And that's yes. the thing that makes us so excited is when we hear people that see our journey Mm -hmm. and are inspired by it because we don't realize the inspiration that we are sometimes to others and we don't give ourselves that credit. Mm -hmm. Um, But this program is really, we see these women come in and, you know, they watch the stories and they Mm -hmm. truly want to join in on the revolution. And Mm -hmm. that's going back to preparatory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's, some people may have the theory, women have been having babies for hundreds of years, thousands of years. Mm -hmm. So it's not that big a deal. Women have not been sitting at desks for mm-hmm. hours and hours every day. Mm-hmm. They have not. Okay, the occurrence of problems getting pregnant have mm-hmm. never been so high. Mm-hmm. There's a yep. reason for that. We are on a myriad of medications that have ne- has never been around right. before. We are waiting longer uh, statistically to have children. Mm-hmm. So there are many, many reasons why mm-hmm. this is so necessary today. Mm-hmm. Um, to go back to a couple of things I want people to watch out for because you go to a a healthcare provider trusting that they're going to do the best thing for you. And to the knowledge that they have, they may be doing their best. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have to be documenting what's going on. What are are my results? How Mm -hmm. am I feeling? Is this changing? Am I just taking this symptom as it it is how it is? So if you are constantly after delivery... Going and getting your SI joint adjusted because it keeps going out, that is not okay. To have a chiropractor, and I'll hammer on massage therapist in a minute. I'll get them all. <laughs> but have, to have a chiropractor constantly be adjusting your SI joint is not good. Mm-hmm. Why is that SI joint getting locked up, coming out, however they want to describe it, 
continually. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's just throw out some examples of exercises that you would help someone with that's going to increase the stability of that pelvic floor. Mm, gosh, um, that's the fun part. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so once again, the piston breathing strategy yeah. is how we get the core working again. Um, and the pelvic floor is part of that core. Mm-hmm. So and the and once you have that foundational piston breath, we go into something called blow before you go. Mm-hmm. And it's a breathing strategy that um, helps with movement. And what you essentially do is you inhale before the movement, and then you exhale, so you blow before you go, meaning you exhale before you go and do the movement. Mm-hmm. So if I were to pick up this coffee cup, I would inhale, begin my exhale, grab that coffee cup, and then continue to exhale through the whole movement. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, it's keeping your core engaged. And mm-hmm. the movement starts in your core, mm-hmm. not in your limb. Mm-hmm. So if I'm exhaling, my core is engaged, which means it's starting my movement. And it made all the difference when learning that because mm-hmm. then I started doing it in simple movements around the house. And right. that's what I try to tell them, like the functional. Yeah. Yep. Picking up Luke from the floor because mm-hmm. all of a sudden it engaged my abs and then it was taking away from lifting with my back and more mm-hmm. in your legs because I would think of that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, sometimes there's quick movement. And you, sure. You yeah. know, I'll practice this. But most of the time, you're proactive. Like, okay, blow before you mm-hmm. make that movement. And then it helps you engage your core to take away from all the strains mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. mothers usually have. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not kidding, like some of, there's a couple of um, common things that bring people into my office. Mm-hmm. One of them is vacuuming. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. because that's, so rotational patterning yeah. mm-hmm. is way off when and you don't have, sided. and so to explain core, let's explain core, okay? Because people don't know what their core is. Yeah. So give us a little they breakdown. Just think abs. They think the six pack is right. the core. So, so what I normally say is your core is kind of like the big, <laughs> exactly the middle chunk. Everything of in the middle is so your kind core. Kind of like your body, but your arms and your legs. Yeah. <laughs> so it has nothing to do. I mean, it has something to do with that. Uh, the six pack right. ab, but the abs it really is one small part. It's one small part of your actual core. Yeah. And in order to do most things in order to move well you have to have a strong core mm-hmm. um, the second that there's any sort of um, compensation or weakness in any part of the core your whole movement pattern could be off right and so then it leads to injuries because then you're now relying on other muscles and body parts to do what your core should do for you right. automatically yep. and so a lot of times what we see in postpartum women and pregnant women and women people in general, I guess, is when you do have a lack of a core stability, you tend to hold your breath a lot when you're doing movement. Mm-hmm. And so what you're doing essentially is you're holding your breath to, to brace, which is going to make you feel like you're stable, yeah. but it's not actually using the muscles. Yes. And so a lot of at Stronger during level one, we go over tendencies so I put them in different patterns or mm-hmm. different movements to see what do you do. So I'm going to give you something. You press overhead. Do your ribs flare? Do you come out? Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk about like breast trajectory, like where where you're headed. Um, what happens to your neck? What happens to your low back? You know, we look at all these different things and then we readjust and teach them how to just mm-hmm. move mm-hmm. and do those things well. Yeah. Which is the pelvic floor is all part of right. that system. Yes. And in classes, like, we, you don't really realize you're doing it wrong. Because, again, mm-hmm. when we did our squats when I was pregnant, 
and then I went postpartum, I thought I was doing them the way that we had done before, but of course I'm missing all of this in front yeah. now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. having that constant adjustment to where now we are learning how to work in these new bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just going back to the core for a second, mm-hmm. your core is everything here and mm-hmm. back here. So everything around that midsection of the body, the trunk. Mm-hmm. And as she was saying, if there is an issue going on there, a weakness, that sometimes causes shoulder issues. It will cause hip issues. There are so many symptoms that you mm-hmm. have because of something going on in here. So that's just to go back to mm-hmm. remind everyone. <laughs> Again, the core connecting <laughs> everything. Yeah, your core is not... Another thing, I have told people on many occasions, I don't care if you never do another traditional sit-up again mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-mm. It is That is not core work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. That's not core work. Mm-hmm. So be able to be able to have your eyes on someone that's moving is paramount to their recovery. Mm-hmm. And you know this because you've been through it, which yep. is why you're so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, moving into getting your people healthy and on the other side. Mm-hmm. Talk about some of the success stories that you've had. Oh, man. We actually, we're so, we're starting round three. Mm-hmm. So I had a group that we started level one. That's That group moved on to level two, mm-hmm. which is adding more movement. If they're ready, then they get loaded. So mm-hmm. they use weights sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have, so this is our next round and all of level two are just staying for another level two. Yeah. They just love that. It's, it's very individualized, mm-hmm. and I just love keeping them because mm-hmm. I know them, and right. I know their bodies. And um, I've had tons of people come back and just say, I I can't believe all that I didn't know. Right. And that is huge to me. Like, mm-hmm. that part is almost more important that they understand the education, they understand right. themselves, where they can then help someone else or encourage someone else to get this um, rehab mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And also, and on the completely other side of the fitness, so many people love the community. Mm. And to be around new moms and even experienced moms, mm-hmm. but everyone's kind of in that same place. Yeah. And so it builds that sense of, oh, I get to see my friends on yeah. Sunday. And yes. we, we plan different outings. We go and have fun together. And, and the best part is you get to bring your babies. Yeah. That's nice. what I think is really <laughs> the biggest thing is mm-hmm. a lot of these postpartum or prenatal yogas or things that are developed for moms that are out there right now, they don't allow the one thing that makes you a mom. Mm-hmm. which is your yeah. children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's really cool is um, Jamie loves to hold the babies. Oh, my gosh. That's it's like, I'm pretty sure that's why she created this program, <laughs> so she can hold babies. Kind of is. She pretty much has at least one or two babies like at one time. But it's yeah. really great because that, to me, is why I didn't bring Luke for walks. I'm like, I want to focus on myself and self-care. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is a journey that I'm on because of him. So right. bringing him and then having Jamie or sometimes we have other people that are there to kind of pick up the kids and you know move the kids and mm-hmm. we're really creating this like Jamie to hone on is it's a community mm-hmm. we've had um, I had a friend that came in from out of town and she took the class and she's like why I need this in Minneapolis and we've had people on Instagram say yeah. when are you bringing this to Tampa like we need this here and you know it's just there's a need for mm-hmm. this that I think a lot of there probably are groups out there like it but what mm-hmm. makes it just so unique is focusing on 
the education, the athleticism, and then just being a mom and embracing and asking a lot of the dialogue before class. We all talk mm-hmm. about the TMI stuff that we don't want to talk about mm-hmm. to other people. Right. But as soon as you become a mom, you're like, did you deal with this? Yeah. Like, um, you know, in some of our classes, especially with the kids, all the moms come together when one of the kids are having a meltdown mm-hmm. or having a diaper change. Like we yeah. stop and all the moms come together yeah. and help and we move on. So it's, it's really cool that way. That's a great caveat into moving from the anatomical Mm -hmm. because that's obviously an issue Mm -hmm. but moving into the mental and emotional side of this Mm -hmm. so having a child being pregnant um, going through that experience it it can go all kinds of ways sideways and Mm -hmm. have other extenuating circumstances to make it more traumatic but again when you are trying to plan for your best outcome So if you could sit down and write down a plan for your delivery Mm -hmm. and your postpartum, what it would look like. They come out age 21, and then you don't have to deal with them. (laughs) Right. They come out five five inches long, and then they're 21 immediately. Since we can't do that. (laughs) And we, but, you know, people, I I just saw today someone mentioned in a private group that they wanted to have another child, but they're close to 40, and they're scared because they're hearing all these stories. So, okay, we've already started off in a negative mindset, mm-hmm. which is not healthy because mm-hmm. that will start a negative feedback mm-hmm. loop in your mind. And you probably will have a negative story mm-hmm. now. So what we want to move into now is so we want, we're definitely going to take care of the physical. Right. But what about the mental emotional? So mm-hmm. we were trying to plan for the best outcome with the delivery. We want to be healthy mentally and emotionally. If you are hurting, that's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. So the mental and emotional aspect, you know, we postpartum is real. Postpartum depression is real, mm-hmm. and it needs to be addressed. But what if we can lessen the impact mm-hmm. and shorten the time frame mm-hmm. that it's there? And that's, I think, another part of what you do and what you're talking about mm-hmm. is by having this organization, you are cutting it off at the past sometimes and mm-hmm. we may not even know what we have been saved from mm-hmm. by having that community right mm-hmm. and just because it's not so what you true. hear what you hear that gets to the level of national news is not what a majority of us are dealing with right you know it's there are those cases where it is the suicidal thoughts right. the the harming thoughts the the the, the manic depression mm-hmm. but a majority of us it's just that feeling of my life has been altered. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a person, your anxieties, um, you mm-hmm. sometimes you can't control them. And it's an anxiety over driving. Like, okay, you know, a lot of times, I mean, I think of a lot of times I used to walk down the street by myself. I would give a care in the world. Somebody came up to me, you know, I didn't think of it. Walking with him is a whole nother ball. You know, you're constantly your head on a swivel and there's anxieties and there's, you know, there's sleep just, you know, and fatigue and there's all these things. And especially moms that go back into the workforce, pumping, breastfeeding, mm-hmm. whether you're not pumping, whether you're forming, it doesn't matter what level you're mm-hmm. at. There's so many ways and having these, having other women to talk to about and being like, Dude, are you getting these terror dreams? Like, are you, you know, are are you unable to focus at work because you're wondering what your child's doing and making sure that they're okay? Mm-hmm. You know, do you see a, a small, like, red spot on their shoulder and you're like, what is kind of disease is this? You know, like, it's just this this thing. And having these women talk to you about it, um, I'm in the thick of it right now. And the biggest way that I'm getting over it is not going straight to medication or going to all this. It's talking about it. Right. And it's understanding that it's okay to be vocal Mm -hmm. about having these anxieties Mm -hmm. and 
it, honestly, it means you're a good mom. Right. It means you care. Yeah. You care enough to worry about this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a huge thing that we're trying to do here. And one of the things that Jamie and I are planning is um, a, an event where, I shouldn't even say an event, it would just be basically an open area where we create a safe space um, and bring in people who have gone through this, bring in medical professionals that see people that go through this, um, and then just create a safe space mm-hmm. for moms to open up and embrace race each other's perfectly imperfect lifestyles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm sure you've seen this play out Mm -hmm. many times. Yeah. um, What was really great this last round is we had a um, meditation um, day where um, Kariana, who's unbelievable at what she does, she came in and she did a like kind of like a body positive mindful meditation with, Mm -hmm. with our moms. And it was wonderful Mm -hmm. and the the feedback that we got from the moms that were there was just like oh my gosh like I needed that and I didn't know I needed it Mm -hmm. and that's people on a different trajectory yes Mm -hmm. and they felt heard and understood and then they allowed themselves to feel whatever they were feeling Mm -hmm. because she was guiding them through it Mm -hmm. and they felt like they just had a therapy session that Mm -hmm. just literally helped clear them yeah and so that's what so it's not just about us in our programming. We want to get all those amazing people out in the community who mm-hmm. do wonderful things for people. We mm-hmm. want them to be involved too. Right. And to basically show these moms that they they're they hold value. Like mm-hmm. they, I get they just had a baby and everyone's focus is always on the baby. But I always tell people on day one, like you are my focus right. and you have to be your focus. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. And you don't feel guilty about that. Because mm-hmm. guilt is huge. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, just to give them the passage, like the right, the right away to say, yeah, like I am going to do this for right. me, and this I this is your time yeah. to mm-hmm. focus on you, yeah. and you shouldn't feel bad about it, and you know, mm-hmm. and, and if they do, it's, it's just that reaffirmation. Mm-hmm. There's a huge component of that that will sometimes set yourself on a course that could be dangerous. Mm-hmm. If so, a lot of people have a conversation of what's your why, mm-hmm. and I get what they say when they say their children. But Mm -hmm. you need to think big picture. 18 years will come and go really fast. Mm -hmm. And I see it in my office every week that, well, the kids need to come first. I need to put them first. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I don't take care of my body. I start to medicate because I have to. Mm -hmm. And then they start this downward spiral that plays out very, very badly for them. Mm -hmm. And they, they eventually have so much physical and mental distress they get in a very bad place. Mm-hmm. And, and with my own story, so um, when I got married, one of our friends that was the first in the group to get married and start having mm-hmm. kids, she they had three kids right away. <laughs> so she came at me with some information and some guidance, and I'm like, yes, please, tell yep. me what to do. Mm-hmm. She said, if you want to be that great mom, if you want to be an awesome partner, if you want to be all these things, you have to make yourself a priority. Mm-hmm. And so many people... There's different ways you can look at it psychologically, I would assume, is they fall into like a martyr Mm -hmm. mentality. Yep. Well, I'm just, I'm going to give my body up for my family. Mm -hmm. That's not going to play out very well for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Some people will say, I don't have the time. I don't have whatever. You have to, you owe it to yourself to do these things. 
And we have to make that effort in it is what mm-hmm. I'm hearing you say and what Absolutely. I know, what I see in my clients. Yeah. Yeah. I always I always like to think of it with the airline philosophy of put your mask on first before helping others. Yes. Um, yes. There's a reason they do that because if you are unable to help yourself, how are you going to be that partner? How are you going to be that mother? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best advice, um, my husband's going to hear this big why you air my dirty laundry on the podcast, <laughs> but the best advice that I'll probably keep with me and I will literally probably tell Luke when he becomes a father is at the end of the day, you and your partner enter in on this. And in 18 years, it's just you and your partner again. Yep. So if you lose yourself and you're only a mother, mm-hmm where and then that 18 years comes and you're looking at each other back on the couch after they go to college and you're mm-hmm. like sue mm-hmm. i mean we haven't connected in like yeah. 18 you know so it's it's that constant reminder for us to be okay we need to go have dinner we mm-hmm. need to mm-hmm. get out there and we do that with our moms in the mom group we we have wine nights and we have you know and we have, you know, brewery days and we encourage you to bring the babies. But we also, you know, we went to, when we went to Mare's, I, I didn't, I was going to bring Luke and I'm like, I asked, but I'm like, can you please just watch him? And it was so great to just be around these women yes. and everybody's talking about stories and we're talking about some baby pictures, but for the most part, it's the normal gossip yeah. and TMZ news, but yeah. you know, it's <laughs> the stuff that we were before we were moms. Yes. Mm-hmm. So loss of identity is mm-hmm. a huge yes. part. Mm-hmm. Um, of this process that can go bad. And I'll tell you a few examples that I see. Every year when school starts back, without fail, I have probably five women that end up in my office and their back has flared up or their shoulder has flared mm-hmm. up. But what has really happened, they did have an old injury, but they are so beside themselves that they are alone now, mm-hmm. the kids are gone. They don't have an identity. Mm-hmm. Their anxiety goes up. Cortisol goes up. So if your inflammation is high, anything that was already in the body is going to flare up. Mm-hmm. And then when kids go to college, same thing. So, again, we go back to your physical symptoms a lot of times come from mental and emotional stressors mm-hmm. that will engage these mechanisms of the body that present themselves physically. So we have to listen to our body and get the symptoms taken care of. Mm -hmm. But what you're providing for people is kind of a, you know, let's look at big picture. Mm -hmm. And that's what your goal is for people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's one thing that I always encourage people not to, to not respond this way when like you say, Oh, what's your name? Or what do you do? And I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I want to know like, who are you? Exactly. You know, what What do you like to do? What are your passions? Mm-hmm. What are your goals? Mm-hmm. Um, Just tell us your favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything. Anything. Yes. Yeah. And, and I don't want this to sound like we're not saying to, or we're saying to not be a proud mom. Like that's 100% yeah. not what we're saying. And it's right. very wonderful. And um, I think it's more so giving permission to women to be themselves right and watching the babies look at their moms is always kind of yeah. that really cool thing in the mm-hmm. classes is you see these kids looking at their moms and they don't realize it but when they see these pictures mm-hmm. in 20 years and saying my mom did this for me watching my mom be a strong mom yes. be a strong partner mm-hmm. that to me is just so inspiring mm-hmm. um, because we are ultimately doing the baby is entering our world we are not entering into the baby's world right. But it is a beautiful synergy when Mm -hmm. you can blend them together. Mm -hmm. I have said that before. Your children 
emulate what you do. I always mm-hmm. go back to like a sports analogy mm-hmm. with the little boys that are like four and they, you think they were dying when their team doesn't win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How in the world do they know anything about a team or that they right. lost and they even care? Yeah. Because their dad cares. Mm-hmm. So you are showing your girls and your boys mm-hmm. How to care for their body right. by yeah. what you do. Mm-hmm. So if you do not make it a priority, why would they have a good body image? Mm-hmm. They right. haven't been given a good example. So not only, again, we're not an island. Mm-hmm. None of us are an island. What you do, how you treat yourself affects everyone around you. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk a little bit about, you know, you have the three um, groups, three levels. I, we two? have two levels. Okay. There's level one, which is... Um, Basically, it's broken down into six weeks, so six classes. Mm-hmm. The first two, um, I label them learn. So it's a lot of like the education um, side of it and a lot of having them recognize what's going on in their own body. And we look in mirrors a lot to look at posture and alignment and all that stuff. Um, and then there's con- the sec- next two classes are control. Mm-hmm. So we take that piston strategy that we learned in week one and two, and we try to use that strategy in movement and mm-hmm. learning how to control your body using your breath. And then the last two classes are um, load if they're ready. Mm-hmm. So we do a lot of body weight stuff, body weight movement. If there's just, you know, compensations happening and they're mm-hmm. not moving properly, I won't load them. Mm-hmm. And load means basically just give you weight. Right. It, what, what weight basically does is tell your brain, yep, this is how you should be mo- moving. And so I have you do something without weight first to make sure you're moving well and properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you are, then here, here's some weights. Like, let's get to work. It is right. the best feeling in the world when mm-hmm. Jamie hands you weights after you have not held <laughs> weights for right. so long. You're like, oh. But then, like, at one time I grabbed 15 pounds. She's like, 10 pounds. I'm like, but I can 10 pounds. Like, Dang it. I put them down. But it is. It's a really. Until it, you earn you the, the yeah. ability yeah. to you really move do. in that capacity. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing. It's like learning to walk again. Yep. Absolutely. You have Absolutely. To, with babies, and I'll mm-hmm. s- just plug the, you know, the little seats that you put your toddler or your, mm-hmm. your baby the in. Chair. Bum, yeah. No, the don't seat. do those. They are bad for your baby. If they have not earned the right to sit up, mm-hmm. then they should not be doing it. Mm-hmm. They're going to be compressing their lumbar spine. I don't know mm-hmm. where they came from, but anyway. So, um, <laughs> I like it. you know, earning the right to move correctly is what mm-hmm. you're looking for. And it doesn't matter which, which way you had your baby. Right. Which is a great mm-hmm. transition into that topic is whether you had a vaginal birth or a C-section birth, mm-hmm. there is still that rehab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes. So mm-hmm. let's talk about C-sections. First, I want to touch on, mm-hmm. the, the, you said one of the, which one of the classes where you look at yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with C-sections, a C-section, even if it heals properly and everything's okay, that can also be a precursor to a lifetime of chronic pain mm-hmm. because of the mental side of it. So a C-section is a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's If you don't know how a C-section operates, mm-hmm. you need to read about it, watch it. Mm-hmm. Not for the faint of heart. Not for the faint of heart. <laughs> but if you don't know what happened to your body, mm-hmm. you don't know just how serious that thing is. Right. Mm-hmm. And depending on how that surgeon decided to put you back together, it could be detrimental. But the looking at yourself in the mirror is... You will not know how good this is for you. You'll never know what that does for you if you don't do it. Mm -hmm. Because when people have C-sections, a lot of times, like I said earlier, there's other things that come into play, like they get an infection or the baby was sick or there's some other thing going on and they maybe put on some extra weight and then they're not moving well because they hurt and they don't Mm -hmm. feel good. 
and we start, when we don't feel good and we start to gain weight and we start to get a bad body image, we start to come mm-hmm. inside ourselves. We start to protect. We start to wear bigger clothes. We start to hide our body. Mm-hmm. We put things over it when we sit down and we begin that pattern. And so your C-section scar, when I work on women that have chronic back pain, as soon as I hear they have a C-section scar, that's where I go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That C-section scar in some people feels like a brick. Mm-hmm. Right here in that soft tissue, it feels like a brick, which is going to impede good movement because all of this tissue is related. And if this is a brick and just holding on for dear mm-hmm. life, mentally and physically, mm-hmm. nothing up here is going to function well. Mm-hmm. So having that's I, I didn't even know that you did that, but that is amazing because people are forced to mm-hmm. look at themselves, mm-hmm. take an assessment of where I am. And I'm sure you're big on positive self-talk mm-hmm. during that process. Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about how that works. Well, a lot of times it's in um, like a casual way mm-hmm. to not make it a big deal, right. but to also acknowledge that I see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether it's, you know, we're going to we're gonna bend this way. And, you know, I say I'm, we're doing some like oblique work on we're on the mat. I'm having them kind of coming up to the side. I say, think about connecting your rib bone to your hip bone. Mm-hmm. And I know immediately a lot of them are thinking, like, what? Like, I have all this stuff here. Yeah. Like the, mm-hmm. yeah. So I automatically say, it's not going to happen. And, like, you have stuff there. You have skin there or whatever. Right. That's the that's the trajectory I want you to go in. Right. You know, just bringing it to awareness, mm-hmm. saying that, like, okay, you're, it's not going to happen mm-hmm. and it shouldn't happen. Right. But also, I know what you're feeling there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's normal and mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, trying to keep them focused and right. on the right. And yeah. your curated yeah. playlists usually have kind of like mm-hmm. a very uh, empowering badass mm-hmm. feel to them mm-hmm. to where, you know, if you're looking in the mirror, you hear the music. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're getting ready in the morning and yeah. you're like, you're hyping yourself up. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at yourself and you're really basically facing everything mm-hmm. and you're just kind of ready to, it's, it's empowering to take yeah. on. And, we, and I, you know, I'd say and I bring up that, this room is that has a wall of mirrors. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that is very scary yep. for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it causes people to immediately locate the negative mm-hmm. or to focus on themselves in what areas they hate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times it's always like eyes up, straight ahead. Like mm-hmm. you're looking right into your own eyes mm-hmm. or you're looking, oh, I only want you looking at your shoulders right mm-hmm. now. What mm-hmm. are they doing? Mm-hmm. I don't care about the size of them. No one cares mm-hmm. about the size of them. We're talking right. about are they level, right. you know. Um, and then we also had this book. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk about that the, during the first round? The oh, body yeah. Kind, we the, had the um, Body Kind vid, uh, book. And it, it really what it, it explored, we, we, we re- I was actually seeing a therapist during pregnancy because I was having anxiety about birth. Mm-hmm. And um, I went and saw a therapist to kind of talk to her about it. And she gave me the book called Body Kindness mm-hmm. um, written by an author out in D.C., um, and it wasn't so much that I was having body image issues, but she said it's good for your mental prep because what you're about to go through, mm-hmm. you're going to have this because we're in this social media driven world where comparison is everything. And everyone says competition or, you know, or collaboration over competition and, you know, don't compare yourself, but we're human. Yeah. And it's easy to look into a world where everything is very filtered. 
you don't know what's real anymore. You mm-hmm. can put a preset on anything. Um, so I was going through kind of this, like when I was pregnant, I was really f- feeling good and everything. But she gave me this book called Body Kindness. And during our first round, we gave it to all of our participants because you are in a new body mm-hmm. and you're in a new mindset. And again, the first thing you want to do is get back to where your old self was. But really the shift that I learned in this book was you don't, why, why go back to where you were? That's the past is in the past. Mm-hmm. Really, you should be embracing your new body. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to look different, but it's going to be a different good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really encouraged all the women in the first round to read this book, um, to look at themselves through different glasses. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always that saying, you know, you have big shoes to fill. <laughs> My whole thing has been like, you're bringing new shoes to the party. Yeah. You're not trying to fill old, you know, new shoes. Um, so we really, we had them read the book. We had discussions about it. Um, and mm-hmm. a lot of the takeaway from the women was that I just never saw myself as this person, mm-hmm. like this new person. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you need to label yourself like I'm a mom or I'm an entrepreneur or I'm a career woman or I'm a personal trainer. Like, again, going back to those labels is here is my body. Mm-hmm. What is the nutrition it needs? What is the health it needs? What is the energy it needs? Is it going outside? Is it, you know, we have the nutritionists that come in. It's feeding your body for what it needs. And mm-hmm. That was incredible because, again, you're you're constantly compare. It's hard to not compare yourself, but when you're able to step outside and be present over perfect, that has been my mantra for this year. Mm-hmm. And I've been telling everybody is mm-hmm. I'm very much trying to be present over perfect, yeah. um, making sure like what's on my Instagram account is not I'm not putting it out there for everybody here listening, I'm putting it out there for me Mm -hmm, because for mm -hmm. a long time I was putting it out there for everybody else. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And that's really what we wanted to bring into that first round of girls was here is your new body Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's yours and embrace it and own it. It may never be back to where it was, but why do you want it to be back to where it was? You know, we change all the time. And I think the main focus and why it's called Stronger um, is I constantly only focus on strength. Mm-hmm. and how strong they are. Mm-hmm. And to, we're working these muscles because this is what you're going to feel. Right. And so instead of thinking, I'm here to work out to get skinny or to get thin or to mm-hmm. lose weight, mm-hmm. I think all of them just start thinking differently because yes. of the language that I try to use during mm-hmm. my classes mm-hmm. of, man, I feel so much stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I hear them say that, which I do all the time, I like – Something inside of me just like flutters. Well, there's a couple of components there. First of all, if you can take away the unknown or at least put it in a paradigm of of understanding, then there's less repercussion for that down the road. So all these things, this could go wrong and this could go bad. And what if this happens? Well, if you have a playbook or just Mm -hmm. some ideas of, you know, again, tools in your tool belt. Mm-hmm. This is why we're going to get stronger pre. Mm-hmm. This is why we're going to do this mid. This is why we're going to do this post. Mm-hmm. So you know, okay, I have a game plan. And that's yeah. in marriage, in having a baby, in everything. To have a game plan sets your mindset to whatever comes into play, I have a way to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, you know, you can't, with the strength part, just like when we have our children, we cannot protect them mm-hmm. from everything in the world that's mm-hmm. bad. All we can hope to do is make them strong enough mm-hmm. to be able to make it through. And the same thing goes for ourselves. Yep. We can't prevent, you know, 
a traumatic birth from happening. We can't prevent getting an infection that prevents us from being able to nurse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can't prevent those things. Mm-hmm. But if I know I have people like you in my corner mm-hmm. ready to go when I'm cleared, I know I'm going to get my body as healthy as it can be so that I can do all the things I want to do. Exactly. And even going into pregnancy, we were talking to one of our, our new members um, for the Stronger Group. Going through what I went with Jamie, um, Luke was three weeks early, and I kind of had this panic attack of, okay, I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you you can facade on the, oh, I'm pregnant, like, this is going to be great, I'm going to be a mom. And I didn't, I had this moment of, like, okay, I saw a therapist, I, I have my bags packed, I had my baby showers, like, I'm I'm ready, but I didn't feel ready. And then talking to Jamie seeing everything that we went through nine I mean we were together for nine months working and Mm -hmm. strengthening and that was the confidence that I needed mindset everything else aside all the books I read all Mm -hmm. the podcasts the blogs I you know knowing what we did going in I was like okay my body is ready like I am strong yes I I was actually lifting heavier weights when I was pregnant Mm -hmm. and like we were doing everything than when I Mm went before I was pregnant Mm -hmm. and it, I credit a healthy and a successful pregnancy to the practice I put into it. And 100%. even my doctor was like, that was like 45 minutes of pushing. And, you know, it was like, but he was like, you definitely could tell the glute activation, yes. you know, everything. <laughs> but, but it, it really did. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I really do. Yes. I mean, obviously it's my first birth, but talking to other moms, I credit all the preparation that I went through yes. and putting my body first mm-hmm. has helped so much. And a lot of what now in the postpartum stage, you've seen a lot of progress. Mm-hmm. And Obviously, I'm not at that ideal weight, and I'm cool with that. Yep. And, you know, I'm going to be cool with that until it's time and embracing the new body. And, mm-hmm. you know, I hope that a lot of the new members come in, and it was kind of neat creating this program. Now I'm going through it because now, now I'm going to be a level two. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> like, you know, now I'm graduating <laughs> my own program. Um, but it is. That was the thing is I want to practice what I preach. Yes. You know, I don't want to just be like, we started this program and I'm just over there taking social right. media pictures of all the mm-hmm. girls, which right. I am. I do both. But, uh, but I'm in it and I'm seeing the benefit yes. of it. And, of course, I'm anxious as heck to get – I want to run and do all this stuff. And I want to take a primal class with Jamie. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, like I'm biting to do it, but I'm also so happy that I'm going through this and rehabbing and knowing that, you know, if I do have another child or even if I don't, and I just continue Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. it's, I'm doing the best thing for me, which is ultimately the best thing for him. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And going into that next phase of, okay, now I'm a new mother. Mm -hmm. Too many times our young moms become reclusive. Mm-hmm. because they're scared their baby's going to get sick or mm-hmm. they just want to stay home. They mm-hmm. stop going out. They stop having that community. And withdraw. Again, they withdraw. Mm-hmm. And you have to be aware, if I make a list of things that could negatively impact me and I make a list of things that could positively impact me, mm-hmm. how many of each of those am I doing? Mm-hmm. And if you take on that role of I'm going to stay home, I'm going to protect my baby from getting sick and not going like, to go anywhere, that's not good. Rip the mm-hmm. Band-Aid off. That's not good. Mm-hmm. It's we, not easy, but you yeah. have to just do it. I mean, would we we were sick for a while, and I never, and I was out all the time with him, and then he got sick, and I kept him in the house, and then I'm like, nope, we need to get back into it again. We yeah. just kind of rip the Band-Aid off. Yes. So what you have a um, 
new session starting this Sunday. Yes. 24th. Yes. Yep. So we have, I, I have two different days for level ones. Mm-hmm. So some start on Sunday and some start on um, Thursday. Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then level two is on Sundays mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And so it's just six weeks, mm-hmm. so six days. Um, in the meantime, after we meet on Sundays, I have an app that I use um, with where I post up different work exercises that mm-hmm. they can be practicing at home. Mm-hmm. And then, so everyone has free access to it. And so then on days where they want to like, you know, practice some things, mm-hmm. they just pull up their app and it's all right there with mm-hmm. videos of me. Um, actually, I have a client also doing um, everything that I'm saying to yes. do, you know, yes. just demonstrating yeah. so you know what to do. And you can just pull it up at any time. So you constantly have access to all that you're learning. Right. Um, and so that's for six weeks. And then after that, um, you can you can always do level one again, or you can move up to level two, which is incorporating everything that you learned in level one into level two, which is like the workouts mm-hmm. where we're like, all right, let's go. Let's, mm-hmm. let's sweat, whatever you're capable and ready to do right mm-hmm. now, but it's all very individualized. Yeah. So while some person might be over here doing weighted squats, someone over here doing um, gl- glute raising. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's, we're so excited and I can't believe it's only, I say it's like only round three, but I'm like, wow, it's round three. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like both those Yes. So we're coming up on a, almost a year from when the idea came mm-hmm. together. That's awesome. Yeah. So any, so let's end with some personal words of encouragement or personal story that you've had being a mom, having your baby coming through that process and words of encouragement you would like to leave with the listeners. We'll start with you, Megan. Yeah. Um, for me, it, it's just, it's changed my perception on life. Um, being a mom, it's what you spend your time on. It's what you're going to dedicate yourself to, which has been such a life-changing experience for me. You know, what was important before, um, I was always kind of, I was everyone's cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I was at every event. I was at everything, doing everything now. And and now looking at it, it's like, okay, I have someone else to cheerlead for. Um, and going through this program and, and really watching myself become stronger, I feel that I'm going to become a better mother for my son. Um, and hopefully he sees that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I encourage other mothers to, to do the same for themselves, to really take that self-care and find that time for yourself mm-hmm. because it's it, you don't get it enough as a mom um and i'm not talking about you know going into the other room and you know him doing something right. but truly <laughs> mm-hmm. you know reflecting and doing things because again the best as you are as a mother is going to be the best that you are for them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think that that we've i've really and i've seen women in our classes come with their children and I, like I said before the best part of our program is I watch them come in with their kids and I watch their little girls and their little boys just look at their moms mm-hmm. just endearing but here's a mom doing squats and side you know planks and she's running back and forth and they're just they're there and they're in this community together um and the moms just they encourage each other we watch friendships getting built women meeting Mm -hmm. each other for the first Mm -hmm. times and then planning things and i'm over the court like oh can i come too like (laughs) but you know they're 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 creating this community Mm -hmm. in this event i think that's the coolest thing of this yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um i second all that (laughs) um but also for me i think personally i love just making the focus on them and for for some reason I don't know why I think it's this truly is what I was supposed to do mm-hmm. and I've been a teacher and a personal trainer um 
And I feel fulfillment in that, but I think this has completely completed me. Mm -hmm. Um, I get the feeling of just joy and accomplishment and a sense of being very proud of myself Mm -hmm. because I feel so proud for every every mom who comes in. And it's such like a really, it's an awesome exchange of um, support that Mm -hmm. I didn't really experience. I never had this after having my daughter's. And I don't, and I think I would have said that I didn't want it, mm-hmm. but I would have needed it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I, and I would have loved it the second I walked in. Yeah. Um, and so I encourage all moms to, if it doesn't sound like something you would like, just try it. Yes. Yeah. You never know. Um, yeah. And it's, it's something that allows you, I want to give everybody the freedom to really say like, no, I'm going to do this for me. Mm-hmm. And that is not selfish. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to feel guilty about. It is 100% how you should be thinking and feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. And just empower purpose. them. Yeah. yeah. It, this has been kind of, you always in life, you, you want to fulfill and find your purpose. We're always mm-hmm. finding that purpose driven. And I feel we're kind of finding that, mm-hmm. like it, just watching these women grow and you see them on Instagram and living their lives, but seeing them walking outside and doing things with their children and being more active, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'd like to think that we kind of sparked them to, to get back into that again. Mm-hmm. So my, my babies are 15 and 18, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm a little farther removed from the baby stage, but yeah. I remember it well. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I had some very good influences on my journey. And what I want to really bring home for anyone listening is we want to have that happy delivery. We want Mm -hmm. to have that good environment, that Mm -hmm. enjoyable environment when our kids are young and toddlers. And what you decide to do in the preparation for these things will be the determining factor in whether you have that good outcome or not. Mm -hmm. So as an athlete, you know, I... My husband and I are both athletes, so that was mm-hmm. kind of an easy transition for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may not be that way for some people, but like yeah. you said, you've got to get outside the box. Mm-hmm. If you want mm-hmm. a good result, you have to invest in that process. Mm-hmm. So my kids are 15 and 18, and we honestly had a great birthing experience, toddler years, and we can have another podcast for parenting yes. philosophies, <laughs> but... You, you can have a better time of it mm-hmm. if you make good preparatory decisions at the beginning stages, mm-hmm. which is what this Stronger 360 would be for people. Mm-hmm. So I encourage you, if you're thinking about having children, if you are currently pregnant, if it's down the road, whatever, if you've already had them and you realize, I just went two years and yep. didn't think about my body. Mm-hmm. We need to change that. Yep. So that's what we're here mm-hmm. for. That's the message we have for you today. Thank you, ladies, so much Thank for coming. You. And Thanks being for having with us. us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. I really look forward to hearing more good things and seeing. We look for new... involving you in some yes. upcoming yes. Uh, yes. classes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm all about it. So please, wherever you are, wherever you live, seek out those professionals that mm. are clinically trained to meet the needs that you have for your body. And that's another hugely important factor is it's not just they're a physician or they mm-hmm. are this or that person, massage mm-hmm. therapist. I didn't, I didn't, I never got back on massage oh, therapy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you're hurting and you go to a massage therapist and they're constantly hammering on your back mm-hmm. and your glutes, they're not right. 
you do not need to have your glutes and your back decompressed more if mm. they are weak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's your... There, yeah. there it is. Got to get all got of them. So, got yeah. it in. <laughs> Find a professional that's trained to work with your specific conditions. And if you're with a professional that is not listening to you and tells you it's all in your mind or they try to prescribe you something so that you, you know your relieve the symptoms, you walk away. Mm-hmm. Find someone that is trained to see you for who you are and get you where you want to be with the right path. Got it. End it. Got it. Got it. Go end it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of Relentless, trying to help you build strength yes. in your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. We'll see you next time. Thanks.